Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q-Bar, Q-Club, Little Q and She-Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. Oh, you wanted a twist. <laughs> That's one of my favourite entry lines. And a twist we got. So off-season is over and we are back in 2021 with the most offensive drag race recaps in town. So thank you as ever for tuning into United Queendom. And seeing as it's the happy new queer, we're starting some new traditions, such as we, uh, Sam and I are going to introduce each other every week. Although I've just said his name, so that introduced him. But um, Who? So, <laughs> here's my... He's like a who's who of who are you? I'm going to do my... <laughs> I'm going to do my first proper intro of you, Sam. We're going to start. We're going to be official this year. We're going to be well behaved. Okay. So, my co-host is a bit like Brexit. He took a few years to come out, but once he did, there was no going back. Sam Dowler! (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) And Happy New Year to you. And introducing my wonderful co-host, the impenetrable... um, He doesn't doesn't suck like his name. It's Edward Dyson! (laughs) I am not impenetrable. I can be penetrated. (laughs) Ask my cousins. (laughs) (laughs) Ask ask the neighbourhood dogs. (laughs) <laughs> That's the neighbourhood dealer and, it, no. he, and his bag of brown <laughs> We might as well get it in early, might we? <laughs> <laughs> we've got who's who, who are you And we've got a bag of brown And, it's, and we've just started And uh, we also want to introduce New Year With our producer Moon Who is not just producing us He's also producing Hollywood films at the moment <laughs> Thanks, Ed Oh, I thought you'd gone, Moon I thought now you're all Hollywood You were just ignoring us <laughs> I'm here, I'm still around I'm not talking to these pathetic gays I'm surprised you've got the time to bother with her, to bother with us now, the likes of us. He's only giving us 15 minutes, so we're going to have to talk fast. I'll fit you in. <laughs> oh, if we've got some lube. <laughs> so, Sam, we haven't recorded together since November. I know, it's, it's been, um, I mean, to, to the listeners, we have spoken, so it's not like um, we are, we're like some sort of, you know, more, morning TV duo that don't speak off set. We have spoken, but this well, is the I've first been time in morning. This is the first time we've recorded since um, since then. And, and I've missed you, I have to say, I've missed you both. I know, it's been so long. And I'm, I'm not just saying it, but I've really... Um, it's been great not seeing you and not <laughs> not, not speaking to you. But I, uh, but the, we do the podcast, so it's necessary. So we're going to have to turn on the, um, turn on the fakeness. No, turn I'm on, turn on the charm. You. I know, um, um, the, the thing is, have, seeing as I curated the uh, best of episodes, I... Yes, and thank pretty, you for that. I pretty, well, I pretty much listened to all, everything we've ever done together for United Queendom. And... Uh, it was, you know what, it was lovely, homely, and it was hard to pick um, the best bits, but I managed it. Well, if you can't love your own podcast, how the hell are you going to love someone else's? That's what I always say. Um, but we're back with Unlucky Season 13, and it's very unlucky for half the cast. Uh, so straight off the bat, the queens all have to lip sync with it in a brand new twist. Uh, so what did you make of this, Sam? Uh, do you know what? First of all, I was like, oh, boring. Um, but then, <laughs> but the thing is, they want. I thought it's a cheap way of s- switching things up without, you know, getting like costumes and set and a photographer in. But um, actually, I think it worked quite well, and mainly because because um, it was interesting to see how some of them took it. Some of them were so fucked off; it was brilliant. <laughs> well, I mean, 
you say that about the budget. I don't think it was budgeting reasons because one of the most expensive things about the show is paying for the licensing fees of the music. So oh, paying really? for six oh, lip sync oh. songs. Because usually in these episodes, they roll out RuPaul songs. Um, I think they've done all these songs before, though. I think they've done all the songs. I think they've paid for them all before. They've definitely done Janet Jackson Pleasure Principle before. They haven't. The only one they've done before is When I Grow Up. All the rest are brand new songs. But some of them, I think, would be quite cheap. So I think Mm. I don't think Lindsay Lohan rumors (laughs) broke the bank. No, um, (laughs) I think that was a budget. That was in the bargain basement bin in Hollywood. (laughs) uh, That's what they call a vagina in Hollywood. (laughs) And and Moon would know now. He's a Hollywood producer. (laughs) Um, He'll He'll tell Lindsay. (laughs) <laughs> tell Lilo. Um, but there was speculation that the reason this twist happened was because of COVID, um, mm. which is to like, because um, they were the all crowded together. Yeah. But I don't think that is the case because next week I think they all are going to be together. So, I mean, mm. you wouldn't do it just for one week, would you? So I think it really is just for the sake of the drama. I don't think it's anything yeah. to do with 2020. Well, I like the drama and there was and there was good drama out of it. Oh, I was same as you, Sam. Like, at first I liked the twist, thought it was going to be really exciting, but then as the episode went on, I was a bit like, oh, I don't know how much I like this. Lucky there was only one, um, one episode of it. Yeah, well, we shall see. And first into the workroom is Candy Muse, who is from the former house of Aja. Yo, Sith! And she says, um, <laughs> from the hood to Hollywood. I don't think that's a good impression of her, but... <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I thought, is this BBC Three? Because Gemma Collins is here. <laughs> And she looks so much more feminine than usual. <laughs> uh, she's really gla- she's really glammed up and lost weight for the new year. <laughs> so I mean, I thought her outfit was uh, it was okay. It was denim, denim, and she shades mm. um, Aja, who was her former mother or drag sister, or like straight off the bat, she shades her. So I would like to ask you, um, what's the tea here? Well, I think it's pretty much as she said. So they used to be in the same house, same drag house, and then um, they've fallen out. And I think Arsha just generally has distanced herself from drag. Like, she went through a period of not wanting to be called a drag queen and wanting to be called, like, a a non-binary performer or something like that and was more of a rapper. Mm. And then she has a lot of feuds and a lot of arguments and then... And now I think Candy Muse thinks she's a bigger star and that they... But when... Well, she's sort of like living, living, like believing her own hype sort of thing, as in like, I'm amazing and you can all, you know, this is my house. I mean, I can imagine it's like a fucking serious, like an episode of Pose in that house. Oh, God, yeah. Just constant <laughs> drama. And But Arsha's already <laughs> responded because this first section of the episode was put out as a preview on, was it Wednesday? Or oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was well, yeah, yeah. Oh, what's Arsha said? Arsha saw it and then she tweeted saying there's nothing more devastating than having one of your close friends like turn against you or something, which she has then deleted the tweet since. I'm not sure exactly what it said, but needless mm. to say, she was upset and um, Candy Muse has already divided fans online like as soon as the preview went out uh, she was saying I've already been getting loads of hay and all this stuff and it's like oh god or- already straight away she's ruffling feathers and not just Joey Jay's so welcome feathers. to Drag Race fuck's sake <laughs> you know you're gonna get you're gonna get hate whatever happens you know that don't get on the show listen worry if you don't get any hate because it means that yes. you've not made an impression so <laughs> yeah <laughs> we all need a slice of cherry pie well they- god don't say cherry pie and then they they made Candy <laughs> makes the comparison saying that last year Gigi Good was confident and she was loved because she's thin and white but Candy she says like because she's thicker and of colour that that she thinks the fans turn on her more easily so we're getting more of that going down Mm. that road Um, but she's the first in and then second in we get 
Um, oh God, I've forgotten her name already. Joey J. That's it. <laughs> JJ! Well, she calls herself a filler queen, so she doesn't really invite you to remember straight away. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but she does seem quite funny. Did you like her? I did, yes. And um, I do like that wet look wig. Like, <laughs> who, who did that? Like, a, a bunch of times. Oh, Blair sent greasy hair. But we said it wasn't... <laughs> It wasn't it wasn't wet enough, we said. That's why we were enraged. But this is how to do that look. Yes, yes. It was less, you know, less like dry twigs and um more like some sort of a, a slick look. I think she I think she did look really nice and but again I thought she she was she was a bit filler. No killer, just a bit filler. Well, I mean I kinda like that she's branding herself as the filler queen who's gonna surprise mm. you. Because we've seen that before with like Crystal and Cameron where you they seem yeah. quiet and then they turn it around. So I like that she's kind of grappling hold of that narrative. But um can You can't judge anyone in the first episode. No, although chicken her chicken feathers didn't help her. Did you I mean, how did she know it was chicken feathers? How did Candy know? <laughs> did she... Because um I think in my... it smells like KFC. This is, what... <laughs> this is what I'm assuming. I think in the drag world especially that um you would know all the sorts of feathers because you want to have feathers on your outfit at some point. And everyone knows that ostrich feathers are the most, you know, opulent. And then you know, chicken, feathers, chicken feathers are the least, obviously, because there are so many bloody chickens that everybody eats every day that they're just in in abundance. So, um, yeah, just cheap, cheap. And it's also, it's also a bit of shade saying that she's cheap. And also, cheap, cheap, it's a chicken. <laughs> Our chickens were like, cock-a-doodle-doo. No, that's cocks. Oh, God, and you would think I would know Cox. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I would have thought you'd, you'd know them back to the front. <laughs> Mainly back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> front to back. <laughs> Don't wipe front to back. <laughs> ask the mouth. mouth. She also says, um, don't underestimate us, Vanessa Carltons. So I thought that was a cute little line. Making my that way downtown, walking past. Mm. And um, I thought she looks a bit like Jan. Did you? Yeah, she. Did. I mean, the thing is, like, I watched. Um, I watched all the Meet the Queens, and I do. <laughs> it's just quite confusing because they, they look quite a lot different, don't they? Oh, gotcha. So I was, so I was a bit like, who, who's this? It's just confusing. I feel like I need to have cue cards. And the thing is, as well, I always forget every year that the Meet the Queens. You don't see them as boys. So then, when the show starts, yeah. it's always a bit of a shock yeah. seeing them out of, out of drag. Um, and then we get the twist. Um, which we found out about earlier in the week. They're brought to the main stage, even though there's only two of them. And then RuPaul mm. comes out dressed like a glittery vagina. Um, <laughs> like I know what a vagina looks like. Looking looking lovely, I may say. Uh, nothing wrong with a vagina. Um, <laughs> and the judges are now all separated by different, like, what are these called? Like, scr- uh, uh, Perspex dividers. Probably. Perspex, that's it. I was trying to think it began with T. Is there another, like, tele... I don't know. Um, I can't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Apparently this is not COVID related. My source has told me that the hilarious Ross just has flatulence issues. So they've put them up for that reason. Um, oh, stop. <laughs> so did you believe... It's because his arsehole's taking such a pounding in lockdown. <laughs> well, that is not social distancing. Unless they're in his bubble. I'm sure they're in his bubble, but... His bum's all broken. <laughs> God, we really have picked up where we left off, haven't we? I thought... <laughs> yes. I thought we might be more um, restrained this year, but clearly not. No, um, no. So did you believe Rue when she said that someone was going to, like, when she said about sashaying away, did you think we were going to actually lose half the cast or what did you? No. Um, I mean, I mean, again, I mean, we've all last year, we discussed how, you know, you and I have worked in the biz. I mean, and now we're with a Hollywood producer right now. Like they are, <laughs> they, you know, there's, 
There's the casting process is so difficult that they would never, and especially during COVID, they would never suddenly get rid of half the cast in the first ep. So it's never going to happen. I know, but I did start to think as the episode went on, maybe they're getting rid of more than one, which mm. uh, we find out later doesn't seem to be the case. But we get our first lip sync. So it's Candy versus Joey. And I liked the fact that they do talk to them first. It's not straight into the lip sync. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in some ways, we are getting more screen time with each queen because they're getting to... Well, that's what I thought because I felt like... I, I did feel like at the end of the episode that we had... Because like a lot of the times in the first episode, people get lost, don't they? And you don't even... You don't even hear anybody speak because they, they haven't been chosen to use in the VT or anything like that. But this way, I think we all got a bit of everyone. Yeah, definitely. And their song is Carly Rae Jepsen, Call Me Maybe. Are you a fan Tune. of this one? You like it? I love Carly Rae Jepsen, full stop. Huge she's hit. Great, she's got some great songs outside of this as well. So definitely look her up. Party for One, that's a good one. And very, and very you know... Very 2020. To straight people, this is her one hit. But to gay people, yeah. this is the hit that we don't listen to. And we listen to all <laughs> yes. the other ones. Um, but it is a good lip sync song. Uh, who who did you think did better in this lip sync? Um, I think the right winner won. It was it was, it was funnier. And yeah, I think, um, what's her chops? J- JJ was out of her. JJ, um, yeah. Joey J, she was out of her league, I feel. I thought they were both good. I thought they did it different mm. ways. I thought it was the strongest lip sync, so I could see where they started with it. Um, mm, yeah. I thought Candy's denim stereo turned out to be a savvy accessory because she got to use that. Oh, so savvy. Do you think she... she, didn't, she actually, no, she wouldn't have... She wouldn't have known that this was going to happen. I so wondered that, that was, though. I thought that has worked no. out very well for you, having Very that. well, very well. Um, but I could tell Candy was getting kind of winner's edit in the lip sync. But I think I preferred Joey's performance. It's quite clean mm. and like it was fun. Um, but Candy wins, stays, and Joey sashays to the pork... What are they calling it? The pork chop docking Loading. area. Loading, Loading yeah, area. Docking area, yeah, yeah. Um, so she's there alone at the moment. But we get our next queens. So the next up is Denali. She's <laughs> she's an ice skater, um, an anagram of denial. I don't know if that's meant to mean anything. <laughs> uh, so she definitely wants the ice skating thing to be her brand. She's not actually the first ice skater to be on the show because Milk was, but Milk never mm. actually got to mm. showcase it. But Denali <laughs> comes in. Well, Denali, Denali's coming in um, quite subtly saying that she's an ice skater, I think. I mean, you have to read between the lines to see it. But <laughs> you, yeah. really, you really do. She doesn't mention it or look like it. So, I mean, you know, it's really subtle, yeah. And then we get La Larie. Um... <laughs> La Larie. I love La Larie's outfit. I mean, obviously that mask isn't going to work in these COVID times. It was just made out of mesh. But like, um, I, I loved her. I loved her. She looked like an like an eighties lawyer. <laughs> well, I I thought the outfit was horrible, but I could tell straight away she was kind of going to be like a Monique Hart, like more mm. charisma mm. over style. Initially. Oh yeah, well the the outfit was horrible, but like I, I she just she actually looked like she could be in an eighties movie as a lawyer. Yeah, <laughs> working girl. Um, yeah, totally. And uh, Den- and then we get onto the main stage, and they ask Denali about if she's more of a Tonya Harding or a Nancy <laughs> Kerrigan. Which smashy, thought- smashy! <laughs> I love that film, I Tonya, and that's how I found yeah. out about that whole story. And I was like, How did you not know this- about it before? I think no, I think you because I remember it, but I think um, I think you'd have been too young to be honest because it was it was like. I was in mid nineties or something. Well, I thought it was an age thing, but I actually included it in my Christmas quiz to my family, and they um, didn't know about it. And they are obviously older than me, my parents. Um, so maybe you're. But it's you're... also it's also quite niche as well, I think. And you know, <laughs> even the, even even back then, it was it was a little bit niche. 
Oh, I love it. I'd love it if someone did that actually on Drag Race, like really took out a performer. And I really, you yeah, really did it. Like, because you've got to, you've got to go proper kooky crazy. To, to, you've got to really see red to want to do that. <laughs> Which will mean seeing blood. Um, yeah. So we get their lip sync. So as I said, this song has already been done when I grew up. It was done in season five by Coco Montrese, who won mm. that lip sync. I forget who she was against. But I, yeah. I was annoyed that they did this song because... Because the fact they've already had a Pussycat Doll song, but there are good Pussycat Doll songs that haven't been done, like Buttons and Jai Ho. So I was like, why are they reusing one when there's other ones that are good? They could have done Jai Ho with Priyanka. Um, <laughs> I think that basically it was, it was, you know, it was, it was good. It was good enough. I, I didn't, th- I, I, I don't particularly like when I grow up anyway as a song. I don't. I don't. Like pus- I don't particularly like the Pussycat Doll. Full stop. Really. They're just strippers, really, aren't they? Well, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with strippers, but just call it what it is. Yeah, exactly. Call it what it is, honey. (laughs) Um, So Denali's really annoyed, understandably, that her outfit isn't really made for lip syncing. She's got ice skates on and this top that is showing what can only be described as boy nipples. Have you have you walked around in ice skates yourself on normal ground before? Yes. Well, you do when you get off the rink just to get to the thing. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I, you know, I was more, I was more worried about. The fact that I thought, you know, that main stage, that's like that's like plastic on the top. And that those ice skates could really ruin the plastic, I thought. Oh, my God. It's such a, a self and ha- a self and hasty health and safety um, hazard. I know. I know. And then like, and the thing is, you can still slip over on them, can't you? Yeah. I mean, can you imagine if they did this whole twist for safety to keep them all safe from COVID and then someone <laughs> loses their fucking head in episode one because of these bloody skates? But I think I think you can get things that go over that go over the blades at the bottom that stop it from being so harsh. I'm They're called sure condoms. But yes, <laughs> um, I thought I thought Denali was better, but it was close. Um, what, who did you think was the winner? Your winner. Um, no, it was, it, it was, I think Denali was better, but only it was, there wasn't a lot in it to be honest. But La La Re wins. And at this point I'm wondering, are they kind of just picking people that they want to go for in the competition more than judging on the lip sync at this well, it point? Is, well, it is totally um, a matter of opinion, unless someone's completely amazing and someone's completely shit. So, um, you know, I think they'll have had... They'll have had who they want to be in each group, I think. Yeah, and I don't think that um, there were many that were, like, annihilations. Like, you, they no. were all quite close. I think they were... And also, they... Um, I think they would pick people... Because you, <laughs> you could tell that Denali was not pleased. And then um, my favourite my favorite bit about that... One of my favourite bits in the whole... Of the first episode, actually. Was when she tried... She, uh, she's leaving. She thinks she's leaving because she thinks that she might have to do... The one chance she has at doing a um a catchphrase, and she goes, but she says it so half-heartedly, and it's that feeling I see, feeling spicy. <laughs> Forget it. Forget it. <laughs> I didn't even notice that, and I watched the episode twice. That shows watch, how much she must have mumbled watch, it out that I didn't even see. watch it. Watch it again. It's so funny. She goes, oh, feeling I see, feeling spicy. I'll oh, forget. <laughs> Track race catchphrases need to be delivered with some oomph. You can't be like, oh, y'all wanted a twist? Come on, season yeah, six. Yeah. Let's get sickening. Let's, 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 let's get sickening. 
Girl, look how fucking orange you look. <laughs> I'm not joking, bitch. No, you have to give it some. Well. conviction. Yes. Um, so Denali uh, sulks off to meet Joey J in the depressing pork chop loading mm-hmm. dock, uh, mm-hmm. which has pictures of all the first eliminated queens from Drag Race history on the wall. Mm. So I want to. You know- forget that some of them actually, because obviously a lot of them came back, like Shangela and Banji. Like they're not. It's not a bad bunch, is it really? No, it's got a good few queens in. Because <clears> we've got Banji, <throat> Shangela, pork chop is kind of like a legend at this point um who else was uh, a memorable one well dahlia sin was kind of went on to be in every episode yeah, of the exactly, season yeah. as a broccoli yeah. um yeah. who's your favorite though if you had to pick one well it's only the one and only shangela shangela is one of my top two three queens of all time yeah although if you're judging first outs i think you have to judge them just on their first out season so like shangela mm. wouldn't be a favorite if she hadn't come back so uh, no, you're right, and the and the fact that she came back was you know part of the fun, and then she got to be herself and blah 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 blah. Came back many times, but I would say mm. overall, Tempest is probably my favourite. Tempest de jour, I thought she was really. Okay, yeah. I would like to see her come back one day. Mm. But it's nice that they're all getting this moment to shine because obviously it's not the best position to be in. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say shine so much. <laughs> Just in the back of a depressing skin. But Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and then next we get Simone who's wearing Polaroids of herself. <laughs> I prefer hemorrhoids personally. But um she says she's uh very fishy, which I kind of I don't know if I was getting that much, but I mean she looks beautiful. But No. <clears throat> she does look, I mean she does look like one of those um really skinny 90s models um so i i mean i i get that i mean there's 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 a remarkably lack of padding in this episode other than the older queens like all the younger queens seem to go for that boy bod don't they with no boobs oh you're right i didn't notice that but it's true mm. now you mentioned it and uh, but mm. what simone did very well was like moisturizing her legs like she had very shiny oh God, legs she was sh- Honey, she was so sh- she was shining like the sun. That girl, <laughs> the newspaper. No, um, and then next we had to meet. Is it Tanisha or Tanisha? I will learn Tanisha. Tanisha. So mm. I thought like like tinnitus. <laughs> for um from the meet the queens, I thought she was going to kind of be a real contender because she's so confident mm. and she's mm. uh, been doing it for a long time. Um, but then things don't turn out that way. But we'll, well just a bit down on herself. You know, and we find out why in a bit. Well, not that mm. that's the reason, but we we hear more about her story. But on the main mm. stage, we get Simone being very funny. She says that RuPaul might be her grandma, mm. <laughs> and then it's not so funny when Tanisha starts obviously telling no. us. She, she's <laughs> oh, that was a laugh right that bit. <laughs> she says, "I'm not as great as I used to be, but a good, as good as I should be." And I was like, "That's not the way to sell yourself, girl." But then we find out she is getting over colon <laughs> cancer and was meant to be on season twelve. Mm. Um, but the thing is, and I, I get, I get that. Obviously, you know, uh, chemo, and we've all had friends and family who've had cancer and stuff. It does obviously knock you for six. But um, you know, I think you come back fighting and saying, "I'm stronger than ever," and da da not like oh. Oh, I've been through the ringer, so uh, I'm going to give it my best. But ooh, look out, everyone. Well, the first thing you want to do after chemo is start lip syncing to Janet Jackson. I, 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 I always hear that. And so, so they get... That's what my dad did, and he's like 72. <laughs> when he came out of the hospital, I was like, what the fuck's going on? He was like, the pleasure principle. Oh! <laughs> oh, my God. So uh, are, you, are you a fan of this uh, song? Oh my god, it's one of my favourite Janet Jackson songs of all time. I love it. And I 100% think that um, um, Tinashe... Have I got that wrong again? What's her name again? T- t- Tanisha? 
Tanisha, yeah, I think she was better. Well, I mean, listen, I love Janet Jackson, but I personally think most of her songs don't work as lip sync songs just because she has such mm. a softly spoken delivery. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not they use her a lot because RuPaul loves her. Um, the song yeah. is good, but I I thought Tanisha was winning at first because of the moves, but then her Janet moves were getting a bit repetitive and dare I say Yeah they totally were they were a bit white as well, which I thought they were a bit hot they're a bit like uh, Denali's exit line, where you're just kind of like mumbling it off, a bit icy, a little bit spicy, wishy, a bit wishy, nice, a bit spicy. Whereas um, it was wishy washy, it was quite wishy washy. And then Simone, she really knew that song, like every inflection, mm. and she w- yeah. on second watch, I was like, oh no, she definitely did kill that, like subtly, which was mm. quite amazing to watch. But I was, uh, yeah, do you know what? I would like to, I would, I would watch that lip sync again. And because I was like, oh my God, it's Janet. And she looks a bit like Janet. She's doing Janet moves. She's had cancer for God's sake. Give her the win. Yeah. I mean, it was a, it was a bit of a shock that one. Cause it was like, everything seemed to be leading up to the other way. But... I know. <laughs> I know. It's a bit, bit mean spirited. Give her that win at least. She might be going home. It was a bit like when Blair St. Clair in season 10 revealed she'd been raped on the main stage. And then two minutes later, RuPaul was like, sachet away. It's like, oh wow. The, the subs. <laughs> Stories do not work anymore. Um, who, ra- who raped you on the main stage? <laughs> oh my god! Oh, sorry. Oh, god help us! We need a disclaimer for this episode. Uh, so, and next up we have Got Mick, and Got Mick. Uh, got Mick. Oh, it's so hard. Got Mick. We got others. Cost a lot. Of so com- hard to say. It's so hard not to say. Got milk. Well, that's the pun, isn't it? It's that this. That's mm. very intentional, and. Mm. Um, um, maybe her boy name is Mick, I'm guessing, or maybe not. I don't know. Um, but there's been a lot of conversation because... She, she, um, so, oh God, this is tricky. So, like, we call all the queens on the show she. So I guess we're calling her she, even though... Yeah, she identifies as a man, but that's the same as we do for all the others. Um, yes. Well, I think I think as in drag, she, yeah, but out of drag, he. Like the rest of them. They're all... So they're actually, all... it's the same. So it's actually easier. Yeah, they're easier. all men, but she just she's just a trans man. It's, but they're all men. It's just, I mean, that y'all wanted a twist. I mean, we've been everyone's been asking for trans contestants to be included more, and they finally give us a trans contestant. But it's a trans mm. man, not a trans woman. So it was a bit mm. like, which I I think that's quite good as well. And also, um, <laughs> it's it's. It's weird, isn't it? Well, it's not weird. I mean, it is, again, it is a learning curve. Everybody is different. It's a whole spectrum. So she's born a woman, went to a man, and then does drag, and then obviously camps it up woman-like as a drag queen. I mean, it is... It's brilliant. To me, I mean, yeah, it's it's a learning curve for me, because, I mean, I've always associated in my life, anyone trans I've known, usually if they've transitioned, they want to get as far away from being yeah, associated yeah, completely. with that. Oh, completely, yeah. So it's interesting now to see people are so much more fluid and experimenting mm. with gender that you can actually transition but still be fully... Well, yeah, I mean, you think of a trans man, you think of, um, you know, a lot of those trans men YouTubers, you know, really muscly and... Hot. You know, you would never... And yeah, hot, totally hot. And you'd never, you know... I mean, a lot of the trans thing is about being passable and 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 that's the whole case so this this turns it again on its head well it's true because not every straight cis man is really masculine not every straight no, cis course. woman is really feminine so just because you've transitioned doesn't mean you have to be the yeah, extreme so she, wanted to tra- she wanted to transition into a, a campy boy so why the fuck not yeah i mean it's exciting and it's good to, even for people like us flaming fags to be learning stuff because i am yeah, learning of course. yeah and- me too 
And then you would think she's the mo most niche contestant in this lip sync, but then we get Unica, who managed to even be weirder. And um, she's kind of like a... <laughs> she's... <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I mean, and is not hiding it at all. So she's like Thorgy meets Milk, and which is every bit as terrifying as it sounds. She's like some sort of really kooky auntie, like some sort of like Carly Simon or like um or like Patty Smith in a bonkers wig. Pa Patty Smith on acid, which I'm sure she was a lot of the time. I think I think she's definitely a drag lesbian for sure. And she she reveals yeah. that she used to be allergic to um dicks, no, to strawberries, which is. <laughs> That's so weird. She's just, I don't know whether she's that's a big joke or she's um or she or she's just trying to justify the big strawberry in a really weird way. Well, when you've just followed Tanisha's cancer story, the the, the yeah. strawberry allergy doesn't quite like. <laughs> it. <laughs> it's a bit like okay. with um oh, what was it? Who tried to have like a sub story about the uh what? No, it was um oh oh uh God, soju and her. What was it? Pussy. Her, her weepy, her, her, her pussy pustules, whatever it was. It's the word that I'm forgetting. What? No. Um... But this was like cancer, trans, forget it. I used, I used to be allergic to strawberries. I know it's not even like I still am. I used to be. So I, I've already conquered this. <laughs> and usually with kids, and usually with kids, they're not really allergic. They just don't like them. In fairness, strawberry would be a shit allergy to have because it's quite a nice thing. Whereas a lot of things mm. that you're allergic to, like nuts, are quite... I mean, I suppose it's quite annoying. I love nuts. I love nuts. Oh, I saw on your grinder profile. <laughs> got nuts. <laughs> got Mick got nuts. Um, oh, God, I shouldn't say that. Um, so, Lindsay... <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> God. Right. Um, the lip sync song is Lindsay Lohan, Rumours. I'm not that familiar with this song, and I did follow her music career, but I liked her song Over. Do you remember that one? Like her music career? <laughs> yeah. It was a self-fulfilling prophecy. But this one, I know, I've heard people like this song, but I've never, I don't think, know if it was released in the UK. I feel like... No, I don't, I don't think it was. I mean, like, the UK quite discerning when it comes to actors turning it. I mean, like, J-Lo did it, you know, because the song was great. This was, I don't know, I feel like this was more of a J-Lo vanity project, really. Yeah. Um, so, who? what did you make of the lip sync? Um, I thought it was... Just, I just thought it was great. I'm, they, I think they're both really charismatic um, performers, and they're both really colourful. And um, yeah, I liked it. Well, it was one, it was one of the best. I thought. Um, I didn't think simply it... because simply because they're both bonkers. I d they both have a lot of stage presence, which is great. But I don't yeah. think either of them yeah. really turned it. And like, no, Unica's no, I mean, green I mean, wig yeah. became like her inner saboteur, getting all in her face. And <laughs> I think what I'll say about Gottmik that's really good is because I think. One of the issues that people who are against trans people competing is about like, oh, it's easier for you because you already have this, you already have this. But she, mm. the makeup she's doing is like almost irrelevant to gender. It's like more like kimchi, more like real Oh, totally, artistry. totally. It's like so, kabuki makeup, really. Because that's why people said before about like, it was RuPaul's comment about Peppermint saying she would have an advantage if she had like real breasts as competing in a drag competition but really what's well, well, simply because like her breastplate wouldn't flap off into the distance well that, that's never really that's never even happened well yeah just because everyone else is putting on padding and then she wouldn't need to that was where the controversy first stemmed mm. from in her interview with the guardian but Gottmik is kind of turning that on its head because you really immediately forget anything about her gender and it's just about her what she's mm. presenting yeah no exactly you don't and and any unless you had seen like anyone coming into the series wouldn't wouldn't know any different. 
Yeah. And um, then, so she, Gottmik wins, which again, I thought maybe was because they might be favouring her, but it was pretty even. And um, Well, they didn't, they didn't favour cancer. So... <laughs> <laughs> It's not It's not bringing your problems to the main stage and you win through, clearly. Basically, if you have a sub-story, they're going to pick the other person. If you have your cancer, yeah. your strawberry allergies, then you're fucked. They're like, hmm, I want to say trans does trump strawberries, so <laughs> you're free. Trans trump strawberries, Jesus. <laughs> but Unica wins in terms of best exit line, I think. And she does commit to it. She goes, I'll get you for this, RuPaul. And I thought yeah, that was that, really funny and like on the spot as well. Cause she... And if it's, it's the whole thing, if they don't... This is why I quite like the twist. So some... Some people think, okay, this is obviously a twist and it's not going to happen. Um, and like you, if they, some people run with it and they use it the best they can, whereas some of them, well, two of them in particular, Denali and Rose, um, as you can tell their nose is put right out of joint. <laughs> um, so next up we have Rose. You like a Rose, Sam. I love a Rose, especially a Kylie Rose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't tried it yet. Oh, nine pounds in Tesco's. Oh, have your head spinning around. And um, <laughs> Rose comes You're in. certainly making me a bit more slow. <laughs> um, she comes in in trademark pink, so she's obviously going to make Rose pink that her thing. And yeah. she has a tooth like, missing. Le- like lemon. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're all about the branding now. So she kind of is it's kind of interesting because when I first saw her, I just thought, oh, she's going to be like a dancey sugar cane mm. type queen. And then it's mm. like the tooth, she's a comedy queen. So it's like, yeah. ooh, this is interesting. And she's a handsome man. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, really handsome. And um, I did like the whole thing with the tooth, which is how it was like, oh. And no one was there to see it. No one was there. I mean, it's like, well, that, it's the old tree thing. Is a queen is a queen with a black tooth funny if no one's around to see it? <laughs> black tooth. Black teeth matter. And um, <laughs> she's she's been on The Voice and America's Got Talent, so she's kind of got high profile. Mm. Um, and, this is, and this is why she... Um, expects a sale through i think yeah and i was I, again i was thinking oh she's a big competitor but that's what they want us to think and they're wanting to mm. surprise mm. us yeah and then on the other hand when olivia lux comes in in this pink and yellow mr blobby gown i'm like <laughs> i'm thinking, thinking that was a, that was the worst outfit of the week i think it's between <clears throat> her and uh uh, La La Ree. La, La La yeah, yeah. No, because I, I think La 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 Ree, you could wear La <coughs> La Ree, you could wear, you could wear that like out or to a meeting, and uh, you could. You, you wouldn't go and down you well, And if you but... and if you didn't go up close, you wouldn't actually know that it wasn't. You know, wasn't well. Oh yeah, from three what, miles what, away, it what, looked fierce. Yeah, honestly. exactly. Whereas, <laughs> whereas, whereas this outfit was just outrageous. Olivia Lux, wasn't it? Olivia looks. Um, yeah, I just didn't think it was cute. Don't, and don't you think? Don't you think she looked like Sundraj out of makeup? <laughs> Sundraj. Oh, I was thinking, who's Sundraj then? That's a um, a person who used to represent um, Cheryl yeah. Cole yeah. in the UK, yeah. which uh, our listeners will be very familiar with. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sorry, it's a bit niche. <laughs> More niche than a blueberry quiche. Um, and they these two recognise each other because Rose judged Olivia looks in a um, drag competition. So the mm. dynamic is there. But also that's why um, I think it's, it's, it's like it's the whole Brooklyn Heights thing as well, isn't it? It's sort of like you, you know, you didn't even win your series and now you're a judge sort of thing. It's like, I think once there are these um, competition constructs that how they met or they've been, then it's hard for them to get their headspace out of that. Yeah. And also whenever you sh- like you, 
Go on, sorry. Yeah, if anyone like is cocky on Drag Race, then Drag Race likes to just kind of prove you wrong and break you, and mm. then oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, straight away. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Rose is being confident. She says she's going to last longer than Jan because Jan is her. Uh, they're in a band together, Stephanie's child. Mm. Mm. Um, and their lip sync song is um, X's and O's. I forgot who sings it, but I love this song. She was a bit of a yeah, one hit wonder. X's and O's. Um, so, what did you make of this lip sync? Um, I thought it was really good. Um, I thought Olivia was better, um, but it was again. It was again. It was quite close. They've all been quite close. I thought Rosé was definitely better. I thought they were both good, but Rosé was giving comedy. She's giving good dance mm. moves. I mean, maybe she was a bit too polished. Mm. But when Carson, but too polished isn't really a thing. Yeah, especially episode one, I guess. Like, mm. and but when Rosé did a death drop, Carson like turned his nose up, and I knew then that she wasn't winning because it was getting that edit. Oh. And so oh. Olivia was declared the winner, and <laughs> Rosé was gagged, wasn't she? Let's... Rosé was really. Really gagged, and like, and the, this is the thing: you've got to, you've got to be able to style it out, and she doesn't, and she makes, and the problem is, you make yourself look a fool, and she made herself look by getting, but she was like, oh, you know, she couldn't even, she couldn't even like be like, bye, expecting to come back or not expecting to come back. She was just like. Just, just don't really understand what's going on here, you know? It's just like, oh, <laughs> but, funny. <laughs> but bear in mind, these days the queens sometimes are spending like $50,000 on their outfits. So if, and we've just had a year where most drag performers couldn't perform for a whole year. Um, so oh, if so really, it's quite a cruel twist, really. <laughs> I know, and then they come on the show, got asked to lip sync straight away. And then if they really had been sent home like this, I don't think I would have been able to, to, to be... Smiley and oh, do a catchphrase. Oh no, I think you, I would have. You, you definitely wouldn't have done. You'd have burned the place down. I would have taken a shit on the fucking stage and I would have <laughs> ordered my bag of brown on Uber delivery. And, been... <laughs> <laughs> they'd be, and they'd be like, listen, so also you have been kicked out of the show and we've taken all your money out of your accounts. So you've got no money either. And, and, you've, been, and you've been evicted while you've been here. So off you pop. You're, you're homeless. <laughs> I'd love it if I was like taking a shit on the stage and then they're like, oh, a twist. You could come back. And I'm like, oh, sorry. Can I just clean this up? That, my bad. All this... <laughs> oh God, where am I? Where am I? I thought I was, oh, who are you? <laughs> I thought I was in the toilet. <laughs> I'm allergic to strawberries and I had one before I came out. That was the problem. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we get next up we get Tina Burner who's dressed as a firefighter love her I don't know see I mean she's my kind of queen but I'm getting such so, such so sherry no, I sort of hate her as, yeah I sort of hate her as well but I do love her I mean she's going to be a good character there's no way she's not going exactly. to be interesting to watch um, but mm. yeah I feel like it feels like because sherry pie got edited out last year they're like oh let's get a sherry pie that isn't a catfisher I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's good to have another older queen, I think. Yeah, and I do love that. I love the Bianca Del Rios, the Ben de la Cremes, the older campy queens, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more Every- traditional, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and then we get Kamara Hall, who is Jada Essence Hall, our reigning season 12 queen's sister. Mm-hmm. I'm living for her. Don't you think she, she gives me... Have you, seen, have you seen Why Women Kill? Is that the Piers Morgan one? No, 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 no. It's um, Why Women Kill is a, is a series by Mark Cherry who did um, Desperate Housewives. It was on, it's on you'll get it. I think it's on, and there's a whole season of it. You can get it on one of the streaming things. I think it's on Now TV or something or Sky. And uh, I watched all of it. And in it, um, 
Lucy Liu is in it and she plays this 80s um, glamour woman and it's set in the 80s and she's got massive hair throughout Ooh. and it's Kimora, it's Kimora all over and Lucy Liu become Lucy Liu if you watch it she is a gay icon after Shit, this I love Lucy Liu anyway from Kill Bill and like Ali McBeal oh my god she is so good in the series you have to watch it oh I'm getting into that trust me um, and she she's beautiful just like Jay does she's got the amazing yeah. um, what do yeah. you call it collarbone I don't know what it's called because I haven't seen that. And that's but... and she's and she and she's got that real side eye swoopy sort of evilness. Uh, she's shady from the get go, and I love the I wrong season to come on and be shady straight away because you don't know there's a vote episode one, but she comes in like <laughs> shading them all. Um, and then she's followed by Elliot with two T's, who's extra. Mm. Oh, so extra. And her forehead is very Botox. No offense, Sam, but I mean it's very. Believe <laughs> <laughs> me, mine isn't. Oh, I look like an old crone. I look like an old tea bag. I think um, <laughs> that it is. I do like the way that the producers like. Is it all the bow? <laughs> <laughs> Bowmosexual for sure. <laughs> um, and then we find out on the main stage that Bernie used to be in a boy band, and I want to find out what boy band this is and see the pictures because I've I... looked it up and Ooh! I can't find it. Oh. No, 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 I can't find it. Before you clap, no. <laughs> Um, they keep saying back. They were making out like it was the Backstreet boy, Boys or something, but it but it isn't. Oh my god! I need to tell you something oh, about the. Am I here? Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. No, sorry. I am. Um, somebody tried to call me rudely. Ah, oh, the nerve! Um, I need to tell oh, you something yeah. about the Backstreet Boys. Remind me when we're not recording because it, <laughs> it will be oh. a legal thing. But um, I need to tell you that. <laughs> um, yes. So we find out Kamara bought a Bob Mackie dress, and they're all gagged. Um, but I was more impressed by her line about, um, you've got big shoes to fill with Jada. She's like, well, she's got big feet. I thought that was, for me, that deserves her a place in next week already. 100%. So how much would you say this Bob Mackie dress cost? I don't know. So like Bob Mackie, they reference a lot on the show and like he's known for dressing Cher and like other Diana Ross and other icons, but I'm, I don't really know a lot about this stuff. Maybe like 10 grand? 10 grand? No, it can't be that kind of because that's a lot. Um, I don't know. Maybe, a couple of grand. A couple of grand. Maybe like a wedding dress. Wedding dress price. She might be one of those people who's just naturally rich because some of them are just rich mm. and they just do drag as like a, almost a hobby. Mm. Um, and then they get the song, which if I was on this episode, this is the song I would have wanted as my lip sync song, "Lady Marmalade" uh, from yeah, the Moulin Rouge. Awesome. Which oh my god, this was such a huge hit. Back in the day, it, it lends well to the fact that there's uh, three of them. <laughs> yeah, well, four would be better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, this was the one. The lip sync I thought was most easy to judge the winner because I thought Berna easily was the best, mm. and they didn't even. Come yeah, I mean, she would have done. She is used to this. I mean, what she said she's been doing it for thirty years. You can tell. Oh God, yeah. I mean, she is That's really an old cr- pro, right? There. She's really crude. Um, yeah. I, I think we should try being crude on this show sometime just to test it oh, out. Oh, I know, I couldn't, I couldn't, it's just not in my nature. No, it's not us. Um, so, uh, Elliot, with two, Elliot with two T's is like a proper, proper dancer, but it wasn't not coming through in this performance. Yeah. And yeah. then Kamara just wasn't serving it, so they joined the other pop chops and who are all trying to figure out what's happening at this point. It really made me want pork chop, though, didn't it? Did it make you want pork chop? Pork chop and apple sauce? Oof. I don't really like pork chops. I would rather have a lamb chop, which I know doesn't fit in with the whole episode joke. But... <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> Sorry. You, you've, def- you've definitely got the mince sauce, though, babe. And this is on the mince. <laughs> Fucking bitch. Um, <laughs> so this docking area, uh, loading area, I don't know why I keep calling it a docking area. It's really depressing. Well, they're sort of very similar. 
Yeah. And um, then we, it's depressing, they're all downbeat, but then we go to the winners who are, surprise, surprise, way more chirpy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we get a hint at a feud, which I have a feeling is going to be like a long run. Oh, is this, is this with Rosé and Bernard? Yeah, don't you think they're setting us up for like <laughs> I a I love it. Oh, big time. Because obviously they know each other well. They've been both been around the block a few times. And she's and the thing is, she's like, she's like oh, oh, and she lost. She lost to you. Yeah. <laughs> she lost to you. So that's that's a bit that's a bit like remind me a bit of Canada's Drag Race where they're like Boa. We live in a world where Boa wins. <laughs> you know what I mean? It reminded me a bit of that. Oh, I, I hope it's going to be like a big Coco and Alyssa thing of like a big Yay. feud. <laughs> yes. And maybe that's bring when it, kept Please them bring apart. your baggage. Yeah, bring all your baggage with you. Literally, bring all your bag of brown with you. <laughs> yeah, um, bring your bags of brown. <laughs> and then we finally find out what's going on. Ruth says they all have. A chance to return to the competition but first they must give one of their fellow queens the chop oh. and they all get a complimentary copy of her album you're a winner baby which yeah, that's so <laughs> horrible but great salt into the wounds like <laughs> that was that was one of the funniest bits of the album i've so my, mean my favorite bit of the whole episode is tanisha then saying well i'm the only black girl so don't fuck me off i love that. that's brilliant as well <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That that is so. She's using that positive discrimination to her own to her own benefit. She's like, I already used the cancer. What else have I got? (laughs) 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 Um, Brilliant. Right. So, who do you think is going to be voted off? Um, I, I really don't want anyone to be voted off because I don't. We haven't met them long enough, and I don't think it's fair. But um, if I had to choose, uh. Um, it's uh, Joey J. I said, who do you think? Not who do you want? So, but oh, let's do who both. do I? Oh, so, um, oh, who I think? I think it'll be um, the one in the last group with the, I can't fucking remember her name with the with the crunchy with the crunchy hair and the eighties outfit, the dance. Elliot with two T's. Yes. So I think it's going to be Unica. But oh, I, okay. Uh, oh, I hope not. I hope not. Cause she's so fun. Um, mm. But I would, if I had to choose someone, I probably would choose. Wait, let me think. Oh God, it is hard, isn't it? I think yes. maybe I would choose Elliot with two T's as well. Yeah. Uh, um. So I mean, to me, it just seems a bit too cruel. I do think. And, and I love a bit of TV cruelty, but after 2020, <laughs> is this how Drag Race wants to conduct itself? Like, I know. Straight in with the meanness and, you know, the broken heart. I know. It's horrible. I mean, usually at least you get a chance to take part in a maxi challenge before you go. And it's like, how are they going to base the voting? Like, are you just going to be like, oh, mm. I don't like your outfit? Because like, a lot... Yeah, I don't like, I don't like your face. Um, I don't like... Well, exactly. <laughs> don't, I like, think... don't like your big strawberry, like... <laughs> I don't like see that's the thing is with Unica is I think that they might pick her because she's obviously the nicest and you know and the nice and nicest finishes last do you think that they're gonna how do you think they're gonna vote do you think they have to stand up and say it in front of each other or do you think they're gonna do go privately vote lipsticks <laughs> oh of course lipsticks how did I not think of that it will be lipsticks won't it? <laughs> I hope you brought I hope you brought your white out <laughs> <laughs> I'm going home because you guys are cunts <laughs> making us do this <laughs> I know, awful. Well, next week, the, uh, those that survive this vote have to perform RuPaul's song, Congratulations, which I'm betting oh. is a very deep, beautiful song. Um, <laughs> it was written about, it was written during lockdown. It's really, it's really about, you know, everybody's pain across the world. It's about loss. It's about life. It's about loss. It's about losing a job or, you know, or maybe it's, or maybe it's not. <laughs> 
Well, let's hope that next week feels a little bit more normal because this is a weird episode and we need a bit of normality, I think. Yeah, we do. We do. And I, th- I think that wraps up our first recap of 2021. Oh, my days. Look at us. It's oh, good I, to be back. I'm already, it is good to be back and I'm already feeling better. Me too. Um, and soon we'll have Drag Race UK as well. So we're going to be doing two recaps a week. Oh, my God. Prepare so, yourself, world. There's a lot to be excited about, but um, thank you all for listening. And we will see thank you. Thank you. Welcome the, back. Welcome back. And we'll see you the same time next week for the rest of season 13. Woohoo! Bye. Bye. <laughs>